0: I typically start these interview podcast episodes with something like I'm so excited to have this guest on the show, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera this week i'm beyond excited i don't even i'm ecstatic i don't even know the words to describe it if you're new here welcome to the beyond the garment podcast i'm your host drew joiner i create youtube videos tiktoks and obviously i'm the host of this podcast and they all pertain to typically fashion art culture et cetera, sustainability etc cetera, etc cetera. today's episode we have a amazing one-of-one really spectacular guest someone who i've been a fan of for the last eight nine months their content has been really fantastic in my opinion and to get the opportunity to talk to them and dissect their brain and just get to know them a little bit better oh man this is this is like a dream this is like pinch me moment like i'm so excited for this episode i said it see i said it so excited (laughs) If you have not read the title or maybe do not know who today's guest is, it is Lainey Ozark. Laney is a fashion slash lifestyle content creator out of the Midwest, out of Michigan, a small town market like myself. Um, I'm from Denver and she and she's from Michigan so we're not like LA or, or New York so we have that in common but Lainey has been a, a person who I've been watching their content for a while. She has over 200,000 on YouTube, over 70,000 on Instagram and is growing her TikTok steadily as well. Um, she's a huge inspiration for a, a lot of young people today when it comes to outfits and it comes to recontextualizing outfits and just fashion in general so Without further ado, if you enjoy this episode like i 've always say, give it a five star on Amazon on Apple and on Spotify and wherever you 're listening, and without a further ado i i don 't know why I said that twice let 's get into this episode. <laughs> Today we have someone who needs no introduction. She has over 200,000 subs on YouTube and over 70,000 followers on Instagram and is one of the more prominent voices in fashion and lifestyle on the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Miss Laney Ozark to the Beyond the Garment Podcast. Cue Chris, <laughs> cue the clapping, cue the clapping, Chris. Laney, <laughs> how are you doing today?
1: <laughs> this is awesome, I love it.
0: Oh, uh, great, great. Yeah, I am... Um, <laughs> I pretended as though like we have an audience, even though it's just you and I talking, but uh, it, it's, it's going to be a fun time. Um, I've been following your content, and that's the thing about the internet, is I love being able to actually talk to the creators I'm a fan of. Mm-hmm. I've been following your content for probably a little under a year, but maybe seven to eight months now. Um, my girlfriend and I love watching it, and you've just been kind of like this very... Um, peaceful soft-spoken but very like knowledgeable person that we always go to and we just love watching your videos and then it's kind of just led us to um led me to essentially asking you to be on the podcast so yeah I'm, I'm super grateful for to have you on how, how are things for you in uh, you're in Michigan right now right yeah
1: in Michigan I'm at my parents house um I moved back here almost a year ago which seems crazy crazy Um, my life is pretty slow pace over here but i kind of like that is that so wrong
0: (laughs) no i don't think that's wrong at all i think small towns or small markets if you want to even call it that like there's a there's a niceness about the fact that you can you know go to the store you know say hello to people around there and just kind of live a little bit of a slower paced life than you know new york la so
1: yeah Um, (laughs) but
0: um let's get into it. Why don't we? Let's, let's start with the first question. What is your background and how is it like for you growing up as a kid? I'm, I'm really curious to hear this.
1: Yeah. So I, my parents' house that I'm at right now, this is where I grew up. It's a small, or er, it's not that small. It's just a super plain town in Michigan. Mm. Not a lot of people are like doing anything out of the ordinary. Everybody really looks the same Dresses the same. There's like nothing going on here. And, um, growing up though I was really big into dance I was dancing like six days a week like ballet the hardcore training Mm -hmm. and that's what took up like my whole life and was my whole personality back then and then when it hit around like my senior year I wasn't going to any of like the like football games and soccer games (laughs) and stuff like that and I dropped dance altogether. and it was like I had to find out who I was. It was a crazy experience.
0: Yeah. So what, what led to your decision to drop dance? If something you've been doing, you, you were doing, it seemed like for a long time, what, what kind of made you stop?
1: It's like the grossest thing to ever say, but I started dating my now boyfriend and I wanted to (laughs) hang out with him. I wanted to hang out with my friends. I was like, I'm ready to like live my life and, I could have just like cut down on the classes, but I'm such an all or nothing person. When I get something in my head, I'm like, No, I'm you done. Do Never yeah. going back.
0: <laughs> no, actually, I actually I understand that sentiment. I um so I played basketball, if you don't know, for the majority of my life. And I even gotta play at the college level. I played division one here in Colorado. <laughs> um and I remember the moment I decided to stop, which was um was kind of a weird transition period for me because I had an extra semester of college left that I wasn't going to play basketball so I I I could finally be a student you know what I mean I could finally just be a student and that like feeling of like just being a, a kid on campus it was totally different than being preoccupied with practice and coaches and regiments and opinions of other people it was totally different so I totally understand that sentiment and like i I, honestly part of me wishes i could have done it sooner but a part of me obviously loves it too you probably feel the same way you probably still um get enjoyment out of dancing and and things like that what kind of dancer were you you said ballet is that what you said yeah
1: ballet
0: yeah ballet is is, ballet is tough ballet is very tough i've I've heard
1: yeah it's a lot of mental things to get past too whether it's like You know, you have to have that like certain ballerina body to like go far. And I knew I was never going to have the body for it. So in my head, I was like, I'm never going to do this professionally. Like, I literally am not built for it, which is the dumbest thing ever. But
0: yeah, yeah. But
1: then it's finding your personality once. I used to always say like, oh, I'm a dancer. I'm a ballerina. And now it's like, what am I? Who am I? What am I? Yeah. Am I still a basketball player? Is that still who I am? Yeah.
0: And it's funny, the older I get, I was thinking about this just the other day with, I was talking to my girlfriend about it. The older I get, the more you just kind of step away from that version of yourself. You just start to find a new version of yourself, whether it be, you know, obviously both of us create content on the internet about fashion and lifestyle and you know that's a part of who I am but it's only a piece like we're both you know have partners that we love and we care about that's a piece we have friends and family so um it's life the journey of life is really fascinating sometimes (laughs) um um, so I I have on here what kind of person was Lenny Ozark like in high school so yeah I, I think that still applies I don't think you've answered that yet what kind of person were you in high school
1: I was super shy and I had my friends, like the same friends since elementary school and they're still like my best friends today. I'm not an outgoing person. I'm not somebody who like talks to people easily, which sounds so strange from like doing YouTube and not shutting up on the internet. (laughs) But um, It wasn't until the the amount of times like I'll bring up my boyfriend. I hate being that type of person and like (laughs) that he's my whole personality. But in high school, he had such a a big part of um, me like figuring out who I was and getting into fashion because he was somebody who would come to school with like a white pair of pants and then just like draw on them during the day and let everybody draw on them. And like he would wear two different shoes to school. And this was in our like city where nobody was doing anything like that. And Mm -hmm, I was so drawn mm -hmm. to it. And then once we started, like, becoming friends and dating him, I was like, I can do this kind of stuff, too. And I wasn't that wacko with it, but I really found myself my senior year and not having that, like, I don't know. I was always nervous about upperclassmen and like people talking <laughs> and stuff like that. And once you get to be a senior, you're like, OK, it, none of it matters. And I'm going to leave. So it's fine. But.
0: Yeah. Totally, totally. So your boyfriend had a huge influence on you. Sometimes it only takes that one person to be that influence. So he was like kind of like this creative mastermind at your school, huh?
1: (laughs) Yeah, he still is. Like he is always. I'm not joking. Like three years ahead of me with trends in fashion, with like Mm. just things we like, and I'll always disagree so hard in the moment when he like tells me. Yeah, like this is a really cool style, and I'm into. It. I'm like that is so ugly. Like, what is wrong with you? And then, like three years later, I'm like, I just bought this.
0: <laughs> yeah, I need uh, I need to get your man's number because I we might need to do a couple concept ideas for YouTube. What's 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 his cell phone number? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome though. That's really cool. Um, and you guys are obviously still together. Um, and. What is kind of, I, I want to ask about him for a second, kind of like, what is his background a little bit? How did he become such a creative entity? Do you know?
1: He's such an old soul. Like he's just always been leaps and bounds ahead of um caring what other people think or like, he kind of likes to mess with people in that way of like, he likes to get weird looks when he goes mm. out and about like he feeds off that energy where I'm like I don't want anyone to see me don't look at me like don't cause any attention to myself and he thrives off of it That's awesome. um he was like a soccer player in high school though really nothing that would seem like he was mm. this creative guy but he's just he's just weird <laughs> and I love it
0: I love it. I love it. I love it. Um how, how what would you say your introduction to fashion is? is it, would it be that moment in high school when you kind of met him or um would you do you have another moment when you were younger like were you introduced to it as a kid or not so much or
1: meeting him was when I realized I could do whatever I wanted but before that my mom used to always take me like back to school shopping and she would let me pick out whatever I wanted but she was a little bit stylish and you know would like push me out of my comfort zone and sometimes I would wear these things to school that she picked out for me and I would get like made fun of or you know just like how friends will point something out once and I take it as like oh my god like why why did I have to wear that why did they say that um But then uh, with like dance background, when I would hang out with my friends, we would always like put together little dances and skits. And it always turned into like, the costume was the biggest part of it. Mm -hmm. We would put on the craziest clothes. I'd want to wear my dad's tie and a tutu and like two different shoes and just the (laughs) whatever. And I love I love the dressing up, but I don't always feel the need to wear them in public. And I'm still like that today. I'll put on my like <laughs> cutest outfits, take a photo and I'm like, OK, time for sweatpants.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally feel that, especially when it's colder weather, too. So you just want to be comfortable, like trying to move around and maneuver in snow and slush and, and salt and all that is not the move. <laughs> no,
1: no, you get it.
0: Um, you recently just took up uh, crocheting or some kind of sewing, didn't you?
1: Yeah. Knitting. Knitting.
0: Um, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. what it's called. Knitting, Drew. <laughs> <laughs>
1: knitting. It's all the
0: same. Yeah. It's all the same. What, what, uh, what, we're going to what, offend
1: what? somebody by saying that.
0: I know. I know. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, it's You'll be okay. <laughs> whoever, whoever heard that <laughs> and got mad, you'll be all right. <laughs> uh, what, what kind of led to that? Why did you start to get into knitting?
1: Honestly... I feel like I was just seeing it all over TikTok. And then I went thrifting one day and like somebody donated a full kit.
0: Mm-hmm. And I was like,
1: okay, I'm going to do this. And I've always liked like craftier, like DIY kind of things. And I don't know, it's just fun. Something just to do it. with my hands, like instead of playing on my phone while I'm watching TV or something like that. So I like That's it. That's a good
0: point. That's a good point. Let's um, let's Let's start. Let's talk about your journey on YouTube a little bit. I think that, you know, in the intro, I mentioned some of the numbers, and I've, I've heard in a video you talk about how the numbers aren't really the thing you focus on. You really want to make good videos, and you want to help people, and you just want to feel good about the catalog of videos you have. Um, but take me back to the beginning. Like, why did you first press upload on YouTube? Because I'm, I'm assuming, I, I've only been a part of your journey for so long, but I, I'm assuming that YouTube was your first kind of platform Um, yeah why did you first press upload there
1: uh so going back to like elementary school again my friends and I would put together you know like music video kind of dance skits and we would upload them to YouTube and it would always turn into like somebody at school would find them and we would get like made fun of and I was like why am I doing this delete (laughs) them private them whatever and then in high school um I really wanted to be like a vlogger I mean who didn't Mm -hmm. And I didn't have the guts to tell my friends that I was serious about it. So we started making kind of parody like vlogs where we would just be really overly obnoxious. But I loved going home and editing them and sending them all out. And and looking back on those videos now, they're my favorite videos because they're just (laughs) such little dweebs. And I'm like, I never want to forget this. But then I deleted the whole channel again because somebody found it and I got embarrassed. Mm -hmm. And then my junior year in college, I had to get an internship and I was applying everywhere. And they were like, you have zero experience. And this was with like multimedia journalism. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of videos and story productions and that kind of thing. So I was like, well, I'm going to start making my own experience. And I um, started making like fashion and vlog and kind of how to videos on YouTube. And it hit and then I never needed the internship.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. And that's the kind of the power of the internet and like the times we're living in. It's crazy. Like those stories are are becoming more and more common, right? Um, yeah. what, what was the internship? Do you remember? What was what? The internship. Do you remember?
1: Uh, the way I probably interviewed for like 25 internships and okay. all of them. I was all over bouncing around Chicago, Detroit, mm-hmm. nothing.
0: And were there any creators that you looked at as inspiration when you were starting your YouTube channel or were you kind of just tunnel vision?
1: I think I was obsessed with best dressed mm, when she yeah. was making videos. She was so good. Miss her. Yeah. Right.
0: Where Where is she at right now? Like, why did she stop? I can't remember.
1: I think she got some lash or like bad feedback on she did a video living in New York during the lockdown and people were like, you're glamorizing it. Mm. It's like isn't that what it's just like an art
0: yeah and uh, pe- the comments uh, we can get into this too but i don't know i don't know if you've ever received like harsh comments i don't really not like
1: that no. yeah
0: some people really um they go out of their way to make sure that you have a bad experience or bad moment with you know comments it's kind of crazy um yeah but, what about um, you
1: because i feel like you have way more you have way more followers than i do on tiktok and i feel like tiktok is so evil <laughs>
0: yeah the 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 thing about tiktok and com i feel like it's less of a community on tiktok really true, true. it's um because everything goes on the fyp the for you page that yeah. you know you, for the most part the people who are commenting are new it's new eyes every time so it's like yeah. they have no attachment to you or to the hours you put in or anything they just view the content and if they think it sucks they'll let you know and That's the comment so the comment section has a kind of a life of its own on tiktok i feel like it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. It's um, crazy. Now, there might be someone listening to this episode who doesn't really know about you, Lainey. Obviously, I'm a fan. Um, but how would you describe kind of the gist of the content you make now? Obviously, fast forward now. How would you describe the content?
1: Um, so, the main thing I always tell people when they want to start a channel is you've got to decide if you want to entertain or if you want to teach. There's got to be a reason for someone to watch your uh, videos. And I don't really think I'm like an entertaining personality, mm. but I'm more so ready to just teach someone about little tips and tricks that I've picked up and not someone who's been to fashion school or has behind the scenes of like um luxury brands or like I don't even own luxury brands. I don't know any of that stuff. I am the everyday spokesperson for fashion for everyday people. Right.
0: I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And how would you say that, you know, in your journey, has your family been always on board? I know it's a question I get a ton. Like people will DM me and they'll say, you know, Drew, um, I, I want to create content on TikTok, YouTube, but I'm scared of that judgment, kind of how you talked about it before. Yeah. Um, and, and talk to me about like how your family thought about you making YouTube videos. Obviously, you had a lot of success early on, but yes, yeah, still talk to me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, they honestly are more supportive and for it than I am. I swear sometimes my dad, if I ever have like a DIY, I want to show in a video. He's like such a handyman can do everything when I wanted to get the bus and redo it. He was right there with me. That's Redoing awesome. my studio. He's right there with me. He's always pitching me bad ideas for YouTube videos.
0: Like, <laughs> my dad is too.
1: <laughs> right. And you're like, where did you come up with it? Uh, that's funny. the way they'll push the same idea like I heard you the first time and it sucks <laughs> um, my mom also though she loves it she's always the first one to watch my videos she'll like put her headphones on and she's like don't talk to me I'm watching your videos I'm like the real person's right here but um, but also my brother he loves like every time he goes out and he gets a little tipsy he always sends a photo of him and somebody. He's like follow them back on Instagram <laughs> what are you talking about I literally gave him when I hit hundred thousand on youtube i gave him the plaque because i just knew he would love it way more than i do in <laughs> his uh, apartment he sends that's me awesome, photos man. of it yeah he loves that's
0: it. awesome so you have a great support system it seems like
1: they're the best
0: and for this podcast laney um there's i feel like there's a lot of I feel like th- sometimes I talk too fast. I feel like there's a lot of different types of people who listen to the podcast. Some are you know, brand owners and creators. Some are aspiring content creators, et cetera. Um, and I kind of want to speak to them for a moment because I am in a similar situation to Lainey is that my family is, is quite – Um, supportive of me creating content as well. Like, um, they're very proud of me, they love me, those kind of things. But there might be someone who's listening to this who doesn't have that same support, right? And that's a different kind of challenge, because it's almost similar to the like that judgment feeling that you get from your friends, if your parents or your brother and your sister are judging you for wanting something, um, it's a it can be a tough hurdle to overcome, I think one of the just little tidbits I can share is that, you know, make sure you search your heart. And and if it's something you really want to do, then overcome that, you know, in whatever way it's possible. Try to overcome that judgment, that fear of being judged by others. Um, And and if you have that dream, uh, try to chase after it. it's not easy. And obviously, it's way easier said than done. Um, But I think it's important to also highlight that for a lot of people who are trying to figure it out and trying to make it happen for themselves because not everyone is in a situation like Laney or I um, who have supportive people and, and once you find that supportive person like make sure to hold on to them because it's, it's so important to have someone who believes in you but first i think uh, as laney knows and i know you have to believe in yourself really mm. um to, to get the ball rolling for sure for 100%. sure
1: and once you start getting those views or like start seeing numbers if that's what you care about or what your family is like caring about everybody mm. shuts up as mm. soon as you're successful
0: <laughs> exactly exactly every every person who is a doubter becomes a believer and it's like yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, I remember they'll start talking about you like they were there from the beginning supporting you even though it was not the case <laughs>
1: uh, the worst thing is when they're like oh my gosh you did that like i could totally do that too if i just start posting videos and i'm like oh really
0: right (laughs) yeah right right oh
1: yeah yeah everybody can do it that's the beauty of it yeah that's that's the great thing about it
0: exactly (laughs) exactly um now let's i want to ask you about tiktok because i feel like you've only been on tiktok has it even been a year yet not even close
1: I started in quarantine, but I don't I don't really use it
0: that well. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed that I feel like I've just discovered, well not just, like in the last 5 months. I didn't even know you had a TikTok, but then <laughs> when I found out you did, like cuz I think you liked one of my videos and then followed and we started talking a little bit, just uh-huh. like very quaint conversations. But like what led you to starting a TikTok? Obviously, everyone has a TikTok now. It's kind of a dumb question maybe, but like what why TikTok as well?
1: No, I, I think that's a good question. Um, In quarantine, literally, I just got a text from my manager and he was like, people are blowing up on this. You should try it too. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and that was, that was it. It's kind of lame. I don't know. I don't really get a lot of, um. like when I post a YouTube video, I feel so good and like accomplished. When I post a TikTok and I'm not saying this is everybody because I know my TikToks are absolute trash compared to like (laughs) literally yours or like, you know, some of the girls that do the insane edits and stuff like that. Um, I don't feel anything when I post a TikTok. I'm like, this is stupid, and I post it. I close the app. and I'm like, get me off of it
0: <laughs> No, I feel you. I feel you because there is a different kind of process for TikToks than there is YouTube, and it's like on YouTube, the video feels like it, it, it's it's like rooted in something a little bit stronger. Yeah. Where like TikTok, like someone's just swiping, and if they see it, they see it. They look for a second, and then they just keep swiping, like. <laughs> Um, where like if you if they click on your YouTube video they're typically they're like more dedicated to watch right
1: yeah for uh, sure
0: but I think TikTok for me which is crazy to say because I started I created YouTube videos first and my channel started to grow and grow it's not it's not at Laney Ozark level um but it, it's it's climbing um but I think TikTok has been a place where for like a small creator just starting out has been incredibly valuable amazing,
1: amazing. yeah. Because
0: yeah. the fact the fact that we're having this conversation right now, I would say it's more because of TikTok than it is because of YouTube, obviously, because yeah. that's where we connected. So um that's something that if you're listening, like just 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 think about that for a second. <laughs> mm. Now I wanna ask you, uh what what is like what what are some of the more enjoyable parts of creating content? Um, do you like do you like thinking about the ideas do you like the actual filming process like do you like editing or is it like all of the above
1: I used to love editing and that's all I really wanted to do Mm -hmm. I've literally had my manager ask before like hey like we can you know hire someone to edit your videos and I'm like that is the only part I like hire someone to like act as me I like don't (laughs) need to be in my videos um but recently I've been having so much fun coming up with concepts And kind of racking my own brain. I think it's such a cool thing. Like you don't talk to yourself enough. And the way I have to talk to myself like all the time because of YouTube, I find out things that I never would have known. I'm like, why do I like that fabric? Why do I like that silhouette? And it like forms this entire thought process I never would have had. Or like taking a pair of boots and styling Mm -hmm. them 20 different ways. I'm like, oh my God, the 20th way is my favorite. And I never would have done that before. I, Mm -hmm. I love that part of creating content.
0: Totally, and recently you've—I feel like your content, not just recently, but over the course of the last, I would say, year and a half, it's been really diverse—from discussion videos to renovating the the bus and go, <laughs> taking the trip. That was that was a really fun moment. I feel like for the channel, to um, <laughs> so just all the things you've done. Like, what videos? What videos do you enjoy making the most, or is it once again like all of the above? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, making. I really do like my sit down, like just talking videos. They just feel like, like a FaceTime call. And so like genuine and pure. And -hmm. then, cause sometimes even with vlogs, I'm like, this is not how it actually went in real life. Like Mm -hmm. you guys missed like the bus videos. I cut out me like crying and hating it like all the time. (laughs) So it just looks like a a really fun project. Like, yeah, you should do it too.
0: That's the thing about Instagram and TikTok, YouTube. It's never really how it is. I mean, a part part of it is, obviously, like your personality and things. But, like, there are so many different shifting things happening in the background, too, that the viewer just never gets to see. Um, But...
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Man. um, Let's see. This I, I honestly... Uh, you're exactly what i imagine you would be like it's been really fun getting to know you let me see let me me look at my question list really quickly um yeah this is a good one how long do you and i don't want it to seem too impromptu if you have any thoughts just throw them out there too um but how long do you see yourself kind of doing tiktok doing youtube you're obviously very young and uh it's it's been a great success right now but how long do you see yourself doing it
1: Um, YouTube, honestly, I could see myself like, even if I never get views again, I'd still be making YouTube videos and posting them. I think they'd be a lot more like vlog and almost like a home video type of feel because when I look back at my videos when I had 100 subscribers or like, whatever. And they're all these little vlogs. I love going back and watching those. Honestly, they're for me. They're not for anyone else.
0: exactly. exactly. Yeah, I can't
1: imagine stopping ma- making like videos. I don't know if I'd still post them, but yeah,
0: I couldn't imagine stopping either. And it's hard to it's it's hard to think about it like that because, I don't know, it's, it's making YouTube videos and being a YouTuber, being a content creator is one of just the more fun, it seems like one of the more fun things you can do with your life, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not to sound cocky or brag but it just seemed it just is like you get to set your own hours you get to talk about the things you love to do um yeah. and and you kind of create your own energy about your videos like yeah. um like i said earlier i feel like you're like whenever i watch your videos i feel like it's a very like calm voice and like i just love like how you explain things and that's that's a really cool aspect of it and then when someone watches my videos they might feel something totally different or maybe something similar because i try to emulate some of the things you do some from time to time um but it's it's really cool to to be able to call myself a youtuber and I feel like you probably feel the same way
1: (laughs) a hundred percent everyone's like what are you gonna do after and I'm like I'm writing this out as long as I can like what are you talking about after
0: (laughs) yeah truly truly um now you just purchased your own studio correct Mm -hmm. and what was the what was the process like for that because I didn't know that was in the cards for you but it seems like it's something that was on your radar for quite some time
1: yeah kind. and everything I do is like very last minute out on a whim and people are always like why why did you do that why did you buy a bus why did you move to Chicago and I'm like I couldn't tell you because sometimes (laughs) they don't make any sense but the studio seems to make a bit of sense and to everybody when I tell them they're like yeah okay that makes sense but um I, again, I live with my parents now and I realized after living in Chicago, I don't like the city. I'm just like, I like to visit, but I don't think I want to live there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well then I should buy a house. And that was <laughs> it was like too crazy again for me <laughs> I was looking at houses and I was like these are all ugly and I would I want to build a house and I, I can't do that like <laughs> no so my parents um they own a building not too far from my house and one of the renters who used to be like a dentist he was moving out and my mom was like well you can rent out this like the this part of the building from us and redo it as a studio do whatever you want and I was like mm. that's smart and it wasn't me deciding it as much as somebody just telling me, hey, you can do this. I'm like, okay, I can do that.
0: Awesome. How excited are you for that space? Is it is it ready yet or are you guys still working on it right now?
1: No. Yesterday, my boyfriend and I went. It has like a drop ceiling, those tiles that's in like every dentist office. Wow. Oh. And we were ripping it down because I wanted to have, like, you know, a taller a ceiling. And mm. it took three hours and, like, Jeez. dust all in my nose. We both had, like, <laughs> bloody noses. <laughs> we're just, oh it was so goodness. bad. Um, but the ceiling is out, and then we have to like rip up the carpet. Then we have to paint the ceiling, get a new floor, get a new window, get a new door, and then we can start.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it's gonna be a whole process. Are you gonna be documenting any of that, or is it gonna be mostly? Oh, okay, you are. Yeah,
1: it'll all awesome. be in vlogs. <laughs> awesome,
0: awesome, awesome! I can't wait. To- I can't wait to see.
1: <laughs> exciting
0: yeah very very exciting um and are you going to be using i heard, i listened to the youtube video are you going to be using it as a space to rent out or also are you going to film videos there kind of talked. are you going to live out of there too like
1: yeah so legally i can't sleep there but i think mm. i'll have like you know a kitchenette area mm. and the bed and all that stuff because when i film like a, a hello fresh sponsorship when I'm filming it in my parents' kitchen and they're, like, walking around, it makes me rage, even though it's their house. I'm like, you know, they could totally <laughs> yeah. do that. But yeah. I'm ready to just have my own space to film. So it's really going to be just, like, an entire set for each, like, part of my life, which I'm really excited for.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, yeah, I think that's it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Like, a different set, and you'll use it in that way. Um, yeah. It's, it's really cool. I think that for a lot of it's like a dream i'm honestly to be able to have youtube videos and then to be a creative and then have your own space like what that's insane um yeah i'm, but... I'm
1: really excited i'm so sick of doing everything in my bedroom because i don't like even i it's again it's my parents house and they're allowed to walk around in the living room but if i hear like footsteps while i'm doing something mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. i freak out and i have to throw you off bed. So I film, I edit, I sleep, I watch TV all in this room. And so use
0: it. Well, that's a, it kind of brings me up to the next question I have. It's a good segue because obviously you've done a lot of what you've done in your, in your parents' house, in the room you're in right now. Um, And for a lot of people, when they think about YouTube or for some people, they think, oh, I can't do it because I'm in my parents' house. I'm in my room. It's not possible. But for you, that story is totally different. And I want to ask you, why do you think you found the success you've had on YouTube um, over the period of time you've been on YouTube specifically?
1: So my video that like hit the algorithm and got me my initial following. And honestly, like in my head, it was my like big break, my like luck. And it was kind of, what are you going to do with that after um, Mm -hmm. it hits? And it was me redoing this room. And it was a totally different remodel than this one. Mm. And I was sitting at like 200 subscribers for what, like five years or something. And that video in a day, it got me 10,000 subscribers. And I was over the moon. I was like, what's happening? And once that video hit, I was like, okay, I'm not stopping. And like the entire next two months, I posted every single day. And it was just my channel was booming. And I feel like so many people, or not so many, but a lot of people can get that opportunity. Like you'll always see, you know, the room remodel videos having sitting at like a million views. And you click on the channel and they don't have that many subscribers or that many other videos. Mm. It's like when that video hits, even if it's on TikTok, which is so much more likely now and like, not easier but the tiktok algorithm is a beautiful thing compared to youtube Mm. like what are you going to do with that one big break make Mm. it work totally luck but it's also what are you going to do with it
0: exactly and i think that's so important what you pointed out that once that video hit and you knew it hit, you posted every single day, and that probably, like you said, that's the difference between you having you being Laney Ozark, 200k, 70k, whatever you are. You know, you know, I know you're a small town Michigan girl, but um all the things you are, that's the difference between having a studio and not, right? Like it's the difference yeah. between all the things that have come with you know that video, right? So. Um, anyone who creates like they can have a viral moment. I've had viral moments on TikTok, millions of views. But I did the same thing. I after I had viral videos, I posted like, like three months straight of like you know not every day, but essentially almost every single day, right? And that's kind yeah. of what it took to get to the to where I am. And people will discount. Uh, the work that goes into being on YouTube and being on TikTok, but it truly, you have to be locked in when those moments happen and seize the opportunity. And I like that you said 100%. that.
1: Yeah.
0: I wanna ask you, uh, we're gonna kind of switch subjects after I ask this question, cause I wanna get into like who is like Laney Ozark, like personal interest kind of thing. Um, but like who are some of your favorite TikTokers or YouTube creators? You said best dressed earlier for YouTube, but so maybe mention some TikTokers and then I'll mm-hmm. ask you about YouTube again.
1: Yeah. um, TikTok. I have set my TikTok to only be able to be on it for 15 minutes a day because (laughs) I can waste too much time on it. And I hate that it's so random. Like I can be in the best mood and I scroll and then I'll see a video of like a sad dog and I'm like, why I don't want to see this, and I like feed off that energy, and I'm sad the rest of the day crying, and I'm like calling my boyfriend, like you'll never get so happening So I just I needed to just stop that. But somebody I'm really liking on TikTok right now, and I feel like she's doing something pretty different that I haven't seen. Her name's I think it's she's a Gemini 22. I talked about her in one of my later videos. Okay. She has like under 10,000 followers or something, like super small, but. Yeah she'll show something online that she either like likes or is thinking of buying and it's just a screenshot of it like being for sale or whatever Mm. and she's like okay I really like this this side style it and she'll show a bunch of other screenshots and I feel like it's a really cool transition into a more sustainable influencer Mm. of not having to buy each piece to show you how to style it I love the idea of like yes, I like it, I appreciate it, but I don't need to own every single thing. And she's yeah. killing it with that.
0: Yeah, I just looked her up and yeah, I, I love the concept. The fact that you said that you don't need to buy it to have the, to style it. You can create it in your own fashion or like what you're doing with crocheting. You can make it if you have the mm-hmm. yarns. You can, uh, so like there's a there's a really, really fantastic uh TikToker named Julian Carter, I think his name is. And he- also is similar to the girl you just mentioned, Gemini girl, um, <laughs> that, I'm sorry, hopefully she if she listens to this, hopefully she's not offended. Tay, her name is Tay. Um, um, Tay. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. So, uh, but Julian does the same thing. He'll, he'll kind of, like just go to a vintage store or thrift shop, find fabrics and just make clothing out of it and show you how to do it. And that is like a superpower. Like to me, that is like the super creator, like versus obviously we both talk about things we're interested in and obviously we thrift and we, we do secondhand and we try to find, you know, sustainably sourced things. But like, if you can make it, oh, man, you can make anything. You can do anything.
1: Oh, that's so cool. Or when you, like, see a piece and you're like, oh, I wish I could change this little thing. And, like, they can do that. I'm like, oh, I wish. I wish.
0: Cool. Cool. Yeah, I like like that suggestion. I'll give her a follow right now. Mm -hmm. Um, What about YouTube? You said best dressed. Are there any other YouTubers? Or, like, maybe not even fashion YouTube. It can be whatever.
1: Yeah, so I don't watch that much fashion YouTube. um, Just, like, leisurely because it normally feels like, I'm working and I'm mm. like, oh, I should do that next. They're like, I should have done this, mm. and my brain just wants to turn off. Yes. But Paige Wassel on YouTube, she does like interior decorating, and I love her videos because I feel like that's what I need help with—is interior decorating—and mm. I, I love like learning again on YouTube. And then also, you did a video, your video where um, you went to New York and, like, asked people what they're wearing.
0: Oh, no way. I
1: <laughs> love those videos. When you did that, I was like, heck yes. I love <laughs> Thank it. Thank you. you. It's Thank so you. much, Thank like, you. more fulfilling to see real people. It is. And what they're wearing. And not an influencer who got dressed for a photo, me, and then takes <laughs> 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 it off.
0: <takes> Call <laughs> like, myself out. It takes, like, curated image with the the perfect visco edit on there, you know. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
0: no i appreciate that a lot i think those i i fell in love with doing that like literally i want to go back to new york my wherever wherever because the fits aren't really here in denver like they are there but it was so fun doing that video oh my goodness it was like a and they're easy to make too because you were
1: so good at it too because i think you you have to have a certain presence about yourself to be able to go up and ask and get getting a person talking like you were so good at that you really yeah. got them into it and yeah like,
0: i had to, this you is know. where my
1: outfit's from <laughs>
0: <laughs> there were a ton of people who and you'll part two will come out literally after we're done recording this podcast but there were a couple of people who just didn't want to and I was like no no no! you have to you have to your fit is so beautiful like you have to make them uh feel confident about themselves yeah. and that that's really what changes it so I appreciate you saying that I really do yeah you <laughs> killed it I
1: loved it I want more oh, <laughs> Go <man>. back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you um so yeah that I, I love uh I just looked up uh Paige Wassel.
1: Mm-hmm. also give
0: her a sub I'll just kind of check her out as well I think that Anyone who has tastes like Laney Oz or Laney Ozark's taste, I, I trust it to be something that's really, really good. So, um, I, I love your suggestions and your your top top creators there. So, <laughs> um, let's talk about a little bit of your personal interest. I feel like if you know you haven't really been on too many podcasts um, and you've done some interviews, you said uh, before we recorded this. So, I kind of want to know like what is the How do I want to say it? Like the backstory or I guess we're kind of talking about it. I don't know what I'm saying. Let's just, (laughs) let me just ask the question. Um, What are your favorite foods slash dishes? Like what, what do you like love to eat? Cause I know you're particular about your, your meals. sometimes (laughs) sometimes
1: <laughs> um my grandparents are straight from italy so Ooh. they have the best cooking ever anything my nonna nonno make and they're like pasta obviously is top tier god level but <laughs> everything they make is so good so any like sunday dinner at my nonna's, whatever is on the table that's my favorite meal
0: <laughs> i love it i love it my my girlfriend loves her some italian food so mm-hmm. y'all probably get along very well what about like um <laughs> like books are you reading any books or, or doing anything like that right now
1: um i started i got a bunch of recommendations for it. it's like mm-hmm. atomic habits or something oh yeah
0: i've heard, heard of that think. i think
1: a little like self-help kind of books which i just like you know kind of picking at my own brain and being like okay i could change like this thought process mm-hmm. and mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. yeah I, it's atomic habits is the one with like the yellow it's like a yellow front page or something like that i or... think
1: so <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah 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 yeah, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's awesome what about like uh tv shows obviously i feel like on tiktok i'm seeing a lot about euphoria and stuff are you watching euphoria
1: um not euphoria i started watching anime and i can only watch anime now i don't know are you serious
0: people. wow
1: and i always feel like i don't tell a lot of people because i don't want to be like i don't know like, I don't know. I just don't want to tell a lot of people. But then whenever I say something to someone, they're like, Laney, that's all you post about on Instagram. I'm like, <laughs> Really? <laughs>
0: Oops. I am so glad you said that. I love anime, yo. I literally love anime. What are, like what animes are you watching right now? What what are your favorite?
1: My all-time favorite is High Q. I've oh literally watched High Q. I'm on my seventh time watching it.
0: Oh, all the way my through. Goodness.
1: Like, I could quote that show like no other. i like, I love it.
0: Oh, my goodness. That's crazy. Wait, I have to oh – my, right behind my screen is literally a bookshelf of different mangas and animes, and I have haiku on the shelf. I wish I could show you, but I don't want to – You have
1: time. manga? Shut yes. up. I want – that's like my, my 2022 goals. We're stopping. We're stopping. We're stopping. We're stopping. We're stopping.
0: Oh, my God. I just pulled one out cuz there's so many but I have tons. You have I, the whole thing? Do you no, you really no, I have, have a, a I have the I have the first couple volumes cuz I like I like watching the show and then reading it as well. But yeah, this right here this will this will change your life right here. When you start I'm reading
1: tearing it? Hearing up. I'm gonna- <laughs> cry nobody will watch it like i have i have my one friend who watches anime and my boyfriend watches anime and they have something against haiku they're like <laughs> how would i like volleyball I'm bro like, it's
0: me? one of the best shows oh my goodness i love haiku i i i need to re-watch it again because it's been a little bit but i loved it when i was watching it
1: the next season should come out i think this year the last season or i don't Ooh. know if it's last but it could um, be the final season yeah oh my that's
0: God. that's <laughs> the only thing that bugs me is that sometimes i'm like i wish everything was out so i could just binge it but yeah. i um haiku is a good one I, I love that i love that what's your favorite <laughs> I, we're gonna talk about this
1: for a
0: second i'm sorry oh man my favorite okay well i um, my girlfriend and i when we went to new york we watched uh, a movie uh, an anime movie called a silent voice and so that, good <laughs> we were both bawling and <laughs> then laughing it changed my life literally changed my life right um so that's a great movie that i love um mm. i like more like the fighting ones to be honest so like naruto uh, yeah. dragon dragon ball or like when i was a kid like i love love those um jojo's bizarre adventure um yeah
1: i i always see that one I yeah
0: think. that one's on netflix and uh i love the first two seasons i think it's the falling off a little bit i think i, I want to get into attack on titan a little bit um, I, yeah, I haven't seasons watched it
1: out right now. Yeah. Every yeah. Sunday.
0: <laughs> I was waiting. I was like, I was waiting. Like I said, I remember I just said I hate not being able to watch it all. Okay, now yeah. I can watch it all. Now I'm gonna watch it. So yeah, um, I but yeah.
1: always I'll watch until it's like coming out and then I can't wait and I go and I read the manga and then I'm just like I'm confused what they've shown and what I read.
0: Laney Ozark the freaking manga anime nerd. I love it. <laughs> I love it, bro. That's Oh, awesome. but that's
1: my twenty twenty two goal is to own a manga set because I don't have any and they're so expensive it's
0: a dangerous it's a dangerous path it's a dangerous <laughs> path you're going down
1: <laughs> no, you've like inspired me I'm literally gonna go on Amazon and buy the entire Haikyuu set I like know if I showed you this
0: bookshelf right now you'd be like your jaw would drop over. I would
1: cry you I need I, to talk I, about that more <laughs> I, I know,
0: I know. I, um, I'll I try to weave it in you know I'm, I'm still I'm still in my in my beginner you know early character arc <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> season 1. We're in season 1 right We're now. We're in
0: season 1, exactly, yeah. exactly. So you've been you've had a chance to go to both LA and New York, right?
1: I've never been to LA. I've okay. been to like Santa Monica and around there, but never LA.
0: No, I've never LA, but you've been to California, right? Yeah. And and you've had a chance to go to the East Coast as well. Which which coast do you kind of like more, the the West Coast or the East Coast? Cuz you're a Midwest girl.
1: Yes. I think I think East Coast. I think I like New York better than LA but honestly like thinking about it I I have no idea why Mm -hmm. I would think I would like warmer weather and you know like the beach and stuff but there's something about New York just seems more fun
0: (laughs) New York it does seem a little bit more fun right now LA LA in particular and parts of California they seem to have a lot of problems projected on them right now and, and New York has problems too of course yeah um but like I don't know it's Something, something. About, I feel the same way. Something about it that I, I like the East Coast more right now than the West Coast. It just, I feel like that for a long time. A lot of influencers, quote unquote, and a lot of like personalities were there, and they kind of made the culture of LA uh, a bit toxic and a bit fake. And that right. you kind of felt right. that. But on the East Coast, in, in places like New York, Boston, etc., like it just feels more like. You're not going to be, you're not going to have that fakeness, like the bodegas and the restaurants and the people there, they just seem more authentic. So maybe that has to do with it. And once again, no shade to anybody <laughs> who's living on the West Coast. I got love for everybody on the West Coast. I literally, Colorado is closer to the West than Michigan is, trust me. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I got that in me, but um, it's just something about it that's happening right now. So
1: yeah,
0: Um, I want to ask you being someone, are you born and raised in Michigan?
1: Yep.
0: What's the best and worst part about your state?
1: Uh, the best part, I feel like, especially like growing up, having all the lakes around us, it was just always fun to be able mm. to go to the lakes. And um, it made me like scared of the ocean, though, because mm. saltwater and sharks. I'm like, you don't have to worry about sharks here. You can swim as far as you want. Like, Why would you want to go to the ocean? Totally. <clears throat> and then worst thing, I feel like everybody would say the weather in Michigan is awful but my least favorite part is how flat it is and the fact that you live in denver i'm so freaking jealous Anytime, mountains are right out there <laughs> oh, i could cry every time i drive to a state or drive through a state where there's mountains i'm like this is a beautiful this is where i'm supposed to be i love like being up really high or like seeing the mountains in the distance and michigan is so flat and you I'm, take
0: it for granted you t- when you when you're here like i take it for granted because i when i I, w- I used to go to school in wisconsin uh for oh, a couple of years oh, nice. and so it's like obviously similar like lake michigan's right there and it was so flat you're so right it was so flat like crazy to see compared to colorado so i get yeah. you on that yeah. um all right well you know laney it's been a We've, we've been talking for quite some time here. It's been really a treat to like have you on the podcast. It's been fun to, to be able to talk to a fellow creator and someone who I've, you know, watched and, and kind of looked up to and looked towards for different ideas. And just someone who's really, really cool in my eyes. Um, I have two final questions for you. Um, and uh, I just, like I said, I want to say thank you once again. So um, let's, let's get into these last two questions. First one is um, for someone who wants to be the next Laney Ozark. Or a version of it. What advice do you have to that person? Maybe if they're listening right now,
1: um, I'm gonna take it as like the next fashion kind of influencer. Because I, I feel like the main thing is just being yourself and being genuine. Like people, people love that on the internet. There's already there already is Eleni Ozark. There's already like and I'm a Chamberlain. Those kind of girls. And when you see people like copying. Uh, one of your favorite creators, it feels so disingenuous. You're like, I bet you're a really cool person. Like, just be yourself. Mm-hmm. And you'll make it way, like, farther that way and genuinely wanting the best for your audience and having their best interests at hand. Um, it just goes a really long way. You awesome. don't have to have this big, like, fun personality because I definitely do not. I'm so monotone and, like, quiet and chill. <laughs>
0: But you're I mean, it's it's it works for you. And, and that's why I feel like a lot of people love what you do, too. So um, I, I love that answer. That's, that's a great, great answer. And the last question I want to ask you is, what is something that, you know, if someone would have never tuned into this episode, they would have never known about you something that you've maybe like, it could be something small, like, I don't know, like, you used to have a dog or I know you have a dog right now. <laughs> or, it could be anything. But like, what is one small thing that they would have never known if they didn't tune in?
1: I would think that this would be like a really easy thing for me to answer because I I don't feel like I talk that much about like myself on YouTube. Mm. But I think the only thing that oh wait, now I have two. My real name isn't Lainey.
0: Oh what? I literally have a page that says famous birthdays, Lainey Ozark. Your name is not even Lainey though. What?
1: (laughs) No, it's Elena. Wow.
0: Wow. Awesome, Elena. I'm sorry, I've been calling you the wrong name the entire podcast, right? It's,
1: it's my <laughs> alias, it's my stage name.
0: I like it though, it's, it, it flows, it flows, it's really good.
1: Nobody calls me Elena though, literally nobody, not my parents, grandparents, nobody. Mm. It's always Ooh.
0: been Elena. <laughs> wow, super cool. Well, uh, Lainey, Elena, <laughs> no, I don't know what to say. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, Lainey. Um, Lainey, um it's been like I said, it's been awesome having you on. Thank you for taking the time out of your day. Um, obviously, people can find your YouTube. I think it's everything's just Laney Ozark, isn't it? Or maybe yeah, underscore fake someone. Name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're her alias name. <laughs> <laughs> that was the Laney Ozark podcast episode. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. I definitely enjoyed the conversation, especially at the end there when we started talking a little bit about manga and anime, because that is like something I'm very, very passionate about. But also, the other things I enjoyed were, you know, just Lainey giving her backstory, how she grew up, her boyfriend, you know, how she's been able to capitalize on the moment she's in. Typically, with my podcast episodes and with guest episodes, we go into something called the post podcast analysis where I kind of break down some of the things that I got out of it. Hopefully it drives value home for you. So let's talk about the things that I got out of the episode. First and foremost, I think the number one thing that this episode taught me about Lainey and taught me about just content creation in general is when something really amazing happens. You get very lucky, the algorithm hits, or you create a video that performs extraordinarily well, seize that moment. And Lainey talked about that when she had done the room makeover that she had initially done for her YouTube channel. I think that video is sitting at 2.8 million views right now. And so at the time... You know, during the first day, she had gained 10,000 subscribers with that video. And obviously, that video still drives probably people to her youtube channel but what she did after the fact after that video was created and after she understood that something really special was happening is that she capitalized on that moment she continued to make content she made it every single day she didn't just sit around it and pretend like oh what am i going to do she she capitalized on it and i think that for a lot of people um they they're striving to get to that virality moment or they're striving to get to that moment where oh my gosh it's happening for me and you know, when it does, make sure that you don't rest or make sure. I mean, obviously, it depends on it's it's all about, you know, understanding the nuances of that. But make sure you capitalize on the moment as well. I think that's something that all of us as content creators or people who are creatives in general, when you hit that, you know, proverbial um, mark that you want to hit, make sure to not just hit it, but blow past it, exceed it far and beyond. Because I feel like that's where you're going to have that sustained level of um growth or sustained level of of i don't know the word you know what i mean just you'll be able to sustain the level of what you're doing for longer if you blow past it then rather than just reaching it and then kind of falling back down to where your habits aren't as good I think the second and final thing in which I'll talk about as it relates to the Lainey Ozark episode is that both Lainey and I are, like I said early on, we're not New York, we're not LA, we're not Paris, we're not London, we're Denver, Colorado, and we're a small town in Michigan, right, and really I'm I'm in an area where it's like the Kind of uh, Denver metropolitan area, so like Denver metropolitan area, maybe Detroit metropolitan area, two states and and places where there isn't that much uh, love in terms of you know cachet within the fashion community or the lifestyle community. Um, but I think that for both of us, what we've been able to do is capitalize on the storefronts, on the opportunities that are present in our states, and really showcase a part of ourselves that LA, New York, London, Paris, fashion content creators can't do. And so I extend you know, this message to anybody who's listening who's living in a small town in Indiana, or a small town in Idaho, or Kansas, or Utah, or Texas, or, or whatever it may be, seize the opportunity. I think that for a lot of people, they think they can't do it unless they're here in this part of the world or this country. But I think Laney and I are both examples of the fact that you can create content and great content at that in a smaller market. You just have to have that desire, that, that drive to do so, and you have to have something powerful or unique to say. So If you're listening to Minute 55 right now with me, that means you enjoyed the podcast episode. Make sure to give it a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening on. I would appreciate a ton. And if you're new here, thanks for sticking along to this point in the the podcast. And if you've been here, thanks for rocking with me for all these, um, I was going to say years, but it has not been years. All these months on the podcast. I'll see you guys next week. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Good night, good morning, good evening. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Peace.